0: the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners or management. Angels Baseball is less than four hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30,
1: KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland
2: Empire. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did.
0: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
3: Hi, this is Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located
4: at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, HalualohaGardenandKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Hallu Aloha Garden and Kitchen. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better. 24/7. 24/7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Router is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Router serving the Arcadia, Pasadena and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Router the best in the West.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero del Año Derby, the best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 1-2-3, stakes winner Asher, and graded stakes finalists Just Watcher. Check-in Cartel and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1, Edward Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West Futurity winner, Five Bar Supreme. It'll be an action-packed night as the horses with the 10 fastest times moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of Graded Stakes Trials. The best of quarter horse racing,
6: always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer.
7: And
4: nose and nose and gamely is the winner by a nose right. Marketry has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class.
8: Which one's gonna win it? Farm away, marketry, It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by World Class Racing at Spectacular Santa Anita just east of Pasadena in Arcadia. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. By Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee, taken from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle chemos you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Aloha Garden and Kitchen, overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit GardenandKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Ragged and Sheets. Get past the obvious and get the information you need to win. Get the Rags and Sheets. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week. Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's Big Three. Clubhouse Ride. Mr. Big. And Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866- 780- race by the Lummeridean Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia just across the street from the Great Race Place and by Western Router the best in the West now here's Mike Willman
4: thank you Leilani Mabrien. and a very pleasant good morning everybody hey we took a little pass yesterday but we're back at it today the 87th running of the grade one Santa Anita handicap is going to headline a big 10 race card today Questions about condition of turf were on the turf today, and that really was the primary impetus for taking the proactive move of not running yesterday and shifting everything to today. I know it's unprecedented when you talk about a big day like this, but uh, that was the move that was made. The turf coming into today, uh, I'm told by Jason Egan, our director of racing, listed as good, as is the main track. But he said, you know, the main track, that could possibly be upgraded to fast uh, by first race post time, which is 1230. In addition to the big cap, uh, presented by Yamava Resort and Casino, uh, we've got the grade one Frankie Kilroy Mile, the grade two DK Horse, that's DraftKings, San Felipe. Uh, big derby prep with a big scratch, as I'm sure everybody knows by now, the number one derby candidate, I'll make it Preakness candidate, uh, is not going to run. That's Nisos. He was 1-5 to five on John White's morning line. The, the revised favorite uh, now is going to be Baffert's Imagination, the five-horse with Frankie Dettori. He is 8-5 to five on John White's revised morning line. So we've got the big cap, San Felipe, grade one, uh, Kilro Mile and uh, we'll finish up the card strong today really a terrific betting race uh, that's the 10th the grade 2 Buena Vista and this one older Phillies and Mares at a flat mile on turf boys so so much to talk about want to be sure to let everybody know we will be running tomorrow uh, what what were to be the, the the races carded for today are now shifted to tomorrow a nine race card and if you're in the area if you're not working tomorrow Uh, It's going to be a a nice day. $3 beers, $5 margaritas, free admission, free parking tomorrow, Monday, a special 9 race card. Let's get back to Saratoga Springs and say hello to the one and only Jonathan Hardoon on behalf of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. How are you? Good,
9: Mike. How are you?
4: The storyline for the weekend scratches. Uh, None bigger, uh, you know, than NISO's. And uh, I think there'll be a lot concerning that coming out in the the days to come. Uh, The Fountain of Youth yesterday decimated by scratches. Uh, Nine horses had entered. And what did they end up with? Five, John?
9: They had five when they uh, left the gate. Uh, Pretty amazing. They had a great car that fell stream yesterday. And people were looking forward to some terrific races. And even go back to the, the... the Davona Dale earlier in the card, they were forced to scratch the big early morning line favorite. As of just FYI, she came out early, and then uh, Lock Scratch and Speak Easy scratched two horses from the Pletcher barn in the in uh, the big race, the Fountain of Youth, and uh, it was just a mess. I mean, it was really a mess. And Doernett, who ended up going off, I think one to five or whatever it was. He won, but he really didn't scare anyone away. I don't think, uh, you know, he did what he had to do. It was his first race back, and, and he won. He was last seen in December 2nd in the Remsen in New York. He won the race. But, again, it was a nothing race. It was anticlimactic, and it looked like it was going to be ter- uh, a terrific day of racing. And, honestly, it turned out to be a dud.
4: Yeah, I think that's that's fair to say, Uh now, Doorknock, uh, according to John White, got a middling 88 buyer speed figure. I know that doesn't surprise you. The, the, the biggest scratch, I think, yesterday afternoon came on the way to the gate. Speakeasy. I didn't see it, John. I wasn't watching live. Believe it or not. I actually managed to get my front and backyards mowed yesterday, and and they're actually looking decent. But uh, anyway, uh, apparently Speakeasy got loose. Uh, That wasn't a matter of soundness or something. He got loose, and and they made a decision uh, to, to go ahead and take him out.
9: Well, yeah, the, the stewards or whoever, the vets, they scratched him. On, you know, he dumped the rider on the way to the gate, and uh, Irod Ortiz was going for his sixth winner of the day, and he may have gotten it, to be honest with you, the way the race developed. And, yeah. uh, he was forced to scratch. Locke, the other pleasure horse, scratched in the morning, and uh, he was uh, would have been a co-choice for sure with Dornack, uh, and uh, He was forced to come out. They said uh, they didn't like the way he jogged in the morning. Mm-hmm. Who knows, Mike? We got too many scratches with these horses. Uh, if they keep this up, they're going to reinvite invite back to the
4: Derby because who's no, Who knows who's going to be left to run? <laughs> well, not this year. That, that, that's for sure. Well, listen. What's what's the, the weather out here, John? Uh, we're looking at partly cloudy skies. You know, and and for us, it's a little bit chilly. Probably a high of fifty-eight, fifty-nine, something like that. Nice, really. Really perfect conditions for racing, but how are things uh, at Aqueduct today? They're on Long Island.
9: Well, it rained all night. Uh, the rain stopped about six o'clock this morning. The sun is out now. It's actually a beautiful day. It's in the fifties uh, in New York. The track is going to start off muddy, but it is. Uh it is very windy, so it tracks should, should dry out soon. As far as California, Mike, I can't tell you how many texts and emails I got asking why did Santa Anita cancel. And, you know, I guess they, they decided, uh, they, they took the, the easy way out by canceling, but they got to stop this, Mike. You know, they're ruining Southern California racing. Every time you stood outside, they want to cancel racing. Listen, they ran in New York yesterday. The rain was coming down sideways. Last week at Gulf Street, they ran in a clagmire. They ran a fairgrounds. I, I, Santa Anita, I don't know. The sun has to be shining for them to run. That's not good for the no. game, Mike. It really isn't. People don't want to see these cancellations, especially on big days. I understand what Santa Anita did with all the turf races they had. They didn't want to have the car decimated with scratches. exactly. Listen, you have to run, though. You have to run in the sloppy. You know, for years, for years and years and years, they run on off trucks. Yeah, it, it's just too much the other way. Well, I, find a happy medium. You
4: know, we're operating in, in, a, in a different environment, to put it mildly. But I talked to retired veteran jocks. Uh, talked to Ray bill quite a bit. He goes, you know, I, I can remember we'd run on the grass, and there, there'd be standing water in some places. I can tell you, out here, those days are gone, man. You know, uh, we 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 don't do it now. This decision. I think uh, it, it was made well in advance, so everybody was able to plan. Uh, we had the races; we didn't have an overnight, and it was able to. We were able to shift it 24 hours. The thought was, we're going to save these races on the grass. Uh, we're going to have much better conditions, and we've got Monday open for what would have been a Sunday card. So anyway, that's the deal. Uh, that said, from a historical. Perspective. I don't know if you saw what we put together for our table notes yesterday, John, but this is going to be the first time we're running the Santa Anita Handicap on a Sunday since 1990. And I never really knew the impetus for the change. I had a number of people asking me over the years since, hey, why don't they take the big cap back to Sunday? Everybody has it off. It's, it's, a, it's an easier day for you know a number of people to attend. It works pretty good for the NFL. By March, we're not up against the NFL or college football. But the reason for the change in 1991 was, you remember the old American Championship Racing Series, which was a great concept. Uh, A guy by the name of Barry Weisbord came up with it. And uh, he got pretty good at herding cats. And you're doing just that when you're trying to get so many different racing jurisdictions nationwide to get on the same page with a concept like that ACRS. Unfortunately, it, it just... He couldn't sustain it. But that said, we still did not go back to Sunday. Now, I rang up three guys. Uh, I, I think it was Friday or maybe Saturday Friday. Friday. I, I, I called Alan Balch, George Haynes, who had been director of Mutuals and General Manager at San Anita, Tommy Robbins, who had been director of Racing for many years at Santa Anita, and I was asking him, why wasn't it ever moved back to Sunday? And kind of the consensus was, John, if you recall in the early-mid-90s, the uh, big emphasis went to the satellite wagering dollar. And at that time, you didn't have these platforms uh, where people could bet by phone and stuff, but you had brick-and-mortar satellites, which included a number of racetracks. And at that time, I'm told, there were a number of brick-and-mortar outlets that weren't open on Sunday. So the thought was... You know, handle-wise, we're probably better off leaving it on Saturday. So I don't know. We'll see how things go today, but maybe we'll get the big cap back to Sunday, which personally I, I, I'd welcome it, but we'll just have to wait and see, John. i just giving you a little historical context.
9: I agree with you, Mike. Running it on Sunday makes a lot of sense these days. There's no football. You're not up against I anything. Mean, it's not March Madness yet. Exactly. running not run it on Sundays, especially after the big day they had yesterday with the with the three-year-old races. So it makes sense to run it on Sunday. It really does. It'd be the only game in town, kind of. But. Uh, Uh, To me, it's
7: it's worth
4: taking a look at, which we're going to do today, albeit under some some adverse conditions. By the way, I I can remember working the mutuals uh, for big cap days, and I mean they were big. I remember in 82, working out in the Santa Anita infield, we had that inquiry with Perot, who finished first, Lafitte, and John Henry, shoemaker, Whittingham, McAnally, and that inquiry went on a long time When they put John up, it it was beyond bedlam. I'll never forget that. It was a huge crowd. Then in 85, John, we had a two-day pick-six carryover. We had over 85,000 people on track, and I'm telling you, that was a good number. And you know what I'm talking about. That number was solid. I mean, the traffic was so horrendous. There were people trying to get in. The lots were full. Coming into the track off Santa Anita Avenue on what's called Campus Drive, which then feeds into Holly and into the track, th- there were light changes and no movement. People just started stepping out of their cars, parking them at the curb, and walking in. <laughs> unfortunately.
9: Unfortunately, we won't see that again.
7: But it, yeah. it, it, it's so well, a great memory. John. And
4: very unfortunately for those folks, all of those vehicles were towed, John. So <laughs> I guess we can laugh about it now. Anyway, John, that's a little historical deal, and uh, I got myself off of talking about what we just did this week, which is what I need to do. Uh, anyway, how about a best bet somewhere, John?
9: All right, let's look at Aqueduct, one of the six race today, six and a half furlongs on the main track, and I like the number three horse in here, City Blocks. City Blocks is a three-year-old film from the Eddie Blocker barn. This horse received Lasix last time for the...
4: Looks like uh, John dropped there somehow. Let's try and get him back real quick before I go to my next guest, uh, who happens to be a guy by the name of John White, who uh, everybody knows here is the Santa Anita Morning Line uh, odds maker. And uh, he is going to be uh, inducted into the Washington State uh, Thoroughbred Racing Hall of Fame. Uh, this coming August, and it's a huge deal for John. And anybody who knows him knows what a big deal it is. A native of Spokane, started going to the races uh, at Playfair Racecourse there in Spokane, and we're going to have John on in just a moment. Talk about that and get his thoughts on the big cap card. All right, we go go back, back to Saratoga Springs. Johnny, you there? Sorry, Mike. These spam
9: calls that call in while you're on the phone—they they just never end. It's Sunday morning. Give me a break. It's a conspiracy.
4: Yeah, all right, go ahead. Who do we like at the Big A?
9: Let's look at the sixth race today, six and a half furlongs on the main track, and I like the number three horse in here, City Blocks. This is an improving three-year-old filly. She's getting better with each start. She got Lasix for the first time, last time out, and she ran lights out when graduating. She's listed at four to one on the morning line. Number three, City Blocks makes it two in a row and wins today's sixth race. And, an
4: and post time for race six at Aqueduct today, four o'clock Eastern. John, really looking forward to getting you back toward the back end of the show and talk about this uh, this card today at Santa Anita on Santa Anita Handicap Day. Meantime, the website johardworn dot com. What's there?
9: Three best plays, $10, so-called $25. Today we have Gulfstream, and there's a mandatory payout. Today pool will be in excess of $6 million. We have Afterbuck, we have Oakland, and, of course, the terrific Santa Anita card.
4: Okay, John, we'll get you back later. Thank you, sir.
9: Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well.
4: As as noted, uh, Santa Anita morning line maker and so much more, John White joins us right now. Hey, John, on behalf of everybody in our great game, congratulations, man. You're going into that Washington Thoroughbred Racing Hall of Fame, and uh, I, I know it's a huge honor for you. you you've always been a, a massive advocate of the Washington Thoroughbred, being from Spokane and everything. I mean, you talk about full circle. i got to believe this is it.
7: Well, good morning, Mike. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you for the kind words you wrote in the Santa Anita stable notes about this. And I'd like to thank Bob Ike and John Lindo for their kind words on Thoroughbred Los Angeles yesterday. And you're right; I considered this to be a tremendous honor, uh, really the pinnacle of my racing career of fifty plus years. Alongside becoming the youngest steward in the history of racing in Washington State, at the age of 24 in 1979, mm-hmm. and making the morning line for eight Breeders' Cups. And what really makes this special for me, Mike. It, is my appreciation for the horses and people that are in this Hall of Fame. For instance, like T. Peterson, who began his racing career in Washington State, like myself, and uh, became one of the most respected stewards in the history of racing uh, and spent so many years in the judges' stand here in California jockeys like uh, gary stevens and gary bays and russell bays gary Bay, uh, gary stevens a champion jockey at long acres who of course would go on to become one of the greatest riders in the history of thoroughbred racing gary bays who won a record five long acres miles hmm. the biggest race in washington state
4: yeah
7: and russell bays i was there mike for his very first win a official win he, his first win was at a little track follow although that wasn't even recognized so that. <laughs> That didn't count in southeastern Washington, but I was there on a fall day, 1974, when Russell wrote his first one. If you would have told me he'd go on to win 12,842 races, I would have said, you're crazy. Horses like Turbulator, my all-time favorite horse, and Chinook Pass. Turbulator, a Cinderella story that he injured a knee so severely at a young age that his owner-breeder, trainer Tom Copper, tried to trade him for two cows. And the trade wasn't accepted by trying to trade him for. And Tribulator would go on to uh, break a world record What he uh, did hit the racetrack. He set a number of track records and became a huge fan favorite in Washington. And Chinook passed, a blazingly fast Chinook Pass. who was an Eclipse Award-winning Washington-bred sprinter. How fast was Chinook Pass, Mike? Lafitte Pintai Jr. said that's the fastest horse. He ever rode, and that is saying a lot.
4: And he won the mile on him, I think, in 1984, John, something like that?
7: Yes. In Same 85. year he won
4: the Kentucky Derby uh, for, for Woody Stevens. i got to jump in. You mentioned Walla Walla. I never heard you mention that, that Russell Bays rode down there. I actually had my first night in baseball in Walla Walla, June uh, 1978. Russell went on to do great things. I didn't uh john i gotta ask you i'm told you're a pretty good pickup basketball player or you were in your youth how does an athletic kind of guy like you get hooked on the degeneracy of horse racing at such an early age in eastern washington i i find that appalling
7: well mike that's a good point and uh i I guess we gotta (laughs) i guess we gotta put the blame on my father who absolutely loved this sport my late father and he enjoyed handicapping so much. He he loved getting the racing form the day before and opening it up. And he had a special red pencil he would handicap with. And yeah. I have so many memories.
4: You, of, you just got hooked by being your dad being right or you being right on a horse or two. And then the whole thing, John, the breeding, the jocks, the trainers, it grabbed you, right?
7: Well, it certainly did. Well, let's yeah. Mike. Well, I was in junior high and high school. I used to type up a tip sheet, and uh, they would post it in the money room. My dad worked in the money room at Playfair in Yakima Meadows. They would, put, they would take it and pack it up on the wall, and all these people in the money room wanted to know who, who I liked and why I liked them. And if I got busy with school and I didn't have time to do the tip sheet, they'd really get mad at my dad. They'd say, where's your kid's tip sheet? We need that. Yeah. Well, anyway,
4: John, I I know it's a great honor, and you're going in, I think, the night before the Long Acres Mile. Uh, But let's talk about the situation today at Santa Anita. Obviously, with NISOs coming out of the San Felipe, you had to rework the morning line. I'll run it down right now. Number one, Scatify, John Sadler, Hector Berrios, 9 to 5. Number two, Wind Me Up, Juan Hernandez, Mr. Baffert, 9 to 5. Scratch the three Nisos. Number four, McVeigh. John Sheriff's Antonio Fresu, five to one. And then number five, the narrow favorite on your morning line, Imagination, Bob Baffert, Frankie Dettori, again, eight to five. So that is the San Felipe. Uh, you know, but beyond that, we, we've got some super competitive races. What do you make of Easter, the nine to five favorite in the following race, race seven, the grade one Frankie Kilroy mile on turf?
7: what a race that is An easter really looks like a rising star as far as being a grass runner My concern for him today is the fact that uh, one of the reasons according to phil damato who has just absolutely become one of the top turf trainers in this country if not you know i hate to label him that because i think he's just one of the top trainers and i Knew his his, uh, former boss, Mike Mitchell. In fact, I've got a picture of Mike Mitchell right behind my desk here that I look at every day, late Mike Mitchell. Mm -hmm. But Phil D'Amato has said that one of the reasons Easter has done so well since coming to the United States is he's appreciating the firmer ground. And we're not going to have complete firm ground today, a little bit of a wet, of course. So yeah. that's something to keep in mind if you're wanting to take that short price on Easter
4: Day. Pace-wise, to me,
7: doing the X's
4: and O's, it looks like there's a lot of speed now. How it develops, we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, it could set it up for somebody from behind. Irideo, an 8-year-old, got back on his game coming down the hill last time out. I think they got to be maybe a little bit feeling better about things with softer ground.
7: I don't know, John. Well, it's a wide-open race. You know, part of the fun of this race is Goliad, who ran such a really remarkable race last time in the Thunder Road. He opened up that huge 12-length or so, maybe even more at some points in the race, and still had enough gas in the tank to win that race at a mile. And, you know, when you get a horse going in good form for the great trainer Richard Mandela, the Hall of Famer, you better take him seriously. And I know a lot of people think first piece is going to be a thorn in the pace side for Goliad, but right. Goliad, you know, may, sometimes in a situation like this, a horse is the speed of the steed, and maybe Goliad gets the jump on first piece today and, and uh, proves to be uncatchable. Well, so I don't think ever,
4: there's, there's any doubt, John, they're, they're, they're going to the front with Goliad, and if you want to oh, chase yeah. me, you know,
7: the, shame but on but you. Is, but the question is how much can first piece be a thorn in the side. Maybe he yeah. can, maybe he can't. So that's maybe the big question of this race. Yeah. And don't don't overlook du jour for Bob Baffert. I've been a big fan of his all along. Uh, I came very close to winning a big pick six that I had him on that he got just nosed out of in his first start last year in the Thunder Road when he was fifteen yeah. to one.
4: Then so, he missed by a neck in last year's kill row.
7: I mean That's right. This is a good
4: or- I wanna ask you about a big long shot mckinnon for doug o'neill uh, now he's been away since last july at delmar comes back at gelding you know when he first started out i thought man I, this i don't know how good this horse is he won a stake at delmar called, called the delmar juvenile turf uh, back september of 2021 you know he's coming back now as a five-year-old gelding uh, then he wins the ungraded zuma beach at santa anita and then john let's take a look at who he got beat a length and three-quarters by in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. Horse by the name of Modern Games. (laughs) Uh, Charlie Appleby, this is one of the best horses in the world. That's a long time ago. We know that. November of 21. But the point is, there's a ton of ability there. He's fresh, and he gets the top man, Juan Hernandez. 20-1. to Who
7: knows? Well, and the reason he's 20 to 1, Mike, is a lot of people don't fully appreciate that the size of fields is what drives the odds to yes. a large expanse for the morning line makers. And if this was a smaller field, I could make him 12 to 1, 15 to 1. But because there's so many horses in the race, he gets pushed up to 20. And the one of the reasons he's such a high price is because he doesn't have the, the numbers. His buyers are soft compared to everybody else. Yep. But that said... As you point out, he showed a lot of promise early in his career. He's a first-time gelding, and he gets the leading rider. So, I mean, listen, I wouldn't be surprised in any way, shape, or form if he won this race. I really wouldn't.
4: He he could be competitive. John, I'm out of time. I need a best bet from you.
7: We're going to go up to that uh, San Felipe, because uh, and it's tough on this card. It's such a good card, Mike. It's kind of hard for me. I, I looked and looked and looked, but... I'm going to go ahead and go with imagination. He cost over a million uh, dollars, he's got improving form. You know, May Moon, they're so high on him over at the Babbitt Barn, and they're looking at maybe running him, uh, according to Brad Free in the Daily Racing Form, running May Moon in the Arkansas Derby. I think imagination, the way he gave May Moon such a battle last time, mm-hmm. can maybe win today's uh, Nisos less
4: san felipe john white thanks a million great job of the morning line and again congrats on going into that washington hall of fame uh, this coming august
7: thanks very much mike i appreciate it
4: appreciate it we'll get up to south point right now say a little to our man dan sanchez in the race book hey dan how you doing
7: Hey, Mike. How are you? We're trying to recover from last night's windstorm here in the valley. Fifty mile an hour sustained winds. We got trees and all kinds of things knocked down. Really, that's
4: a, a little oh, carryover yeah. from the Sierra Nevada trouble, I guess. That's Dan, exactly. we've we've only got a minute. Do you have any sure. any futures Dodgers, Angels? We can look at.
7: Um, the only thing that we really have is the uh, making the World Series and winning the titles. Um, other than that, they don't really have the props. If you're looking at the Dodgers, they're six to five to win the pennant, mm. and seven to one opening line now. Two seventy-five, plus two seventy-five to win the World Series, and the Angels. That's a little bit further down. Los Angeles Angels are sixty to one currently to win the World Series, and we are looking at thirty to one. To win the pennant.
4: To win the pennant. Dan, last thing, do you have a maybe a basketball, hockey game we could look at today?
7: I do. Um, co- both teams coming off the back-to-back. The Buffalo Sabres and the Winnipeg Jets. The, uh, Winnipeg got very lucky yesterday to pull off the comeback victory. Buffalo off a strong win beating Las Vegas. Um, and Buffalo goes back home. I like them at even money to beat Winnipeg.
4: Okay, Buffalo Sabres over Winnipeg, even money. Folks, get up to the South Point toll-free number to call. Ask for Steve Johnson. In the race book. That's eight six six seven eight oh R A C E. Dan Sanchez, have a great day there at the South Point.
7: Take care, Mike.
4: You bet. Uh, we'll step aside real quick, like coming back with John Lindo, Orlando Gutierrez. They got some big trials tonight at Los Alamitos. Millie Ball, Toby Terrell toward the top of the hour. Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV gonna lead off hour two. A whole lot of shows straight ahead. Feels like it's a load of guns.
0: ringo
1: MA 30.
4: Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all ford products including america's best-selling vehicle the f-150 pickup truck david wilson's villa ford of orange call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at villa ford of orange Fans, due to the prospect of heavy rain, all of Saturday's races, including the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap, presented by Yamaba Resort & Casino, the Grade 1 Kilro Mile, the Grade 2 DK Horse San Felipe, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista Stakes, will now be run this Sunday with first post time at 12.30 p.m. And please note, Santa Anita will be open for simulcast wagering on Saturday. In addition to world-class racing on Sunday, our spacious infield will reopen open to the public and our infield family fun zone is back as well enter via gate six off of colorado place fans are advised that santa anita will also conduct live racing on monday with first post time at twelve thirty p.m and we will also offer free parking and admission monday as well as three dollar beers and five dollar margaritas santa anita it's the great race place
3: from Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar. And everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
4: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halu'aloha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle is a steak-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleChimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years,
7: we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well,
2: you won't get a lemon From Toyota, Orange Well you won't get a lemon. Hi everybody This is Juan Hernandez If you want to break out of the gate Fast like I do every morning Do what I do Have a cup of uncle's Kimos Kona coffee uncle's Kimos You'll be glad you did oh, 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 oh.
7: If you wanna-
4: And welcome back. Hour 1 Thoroughbred Los Angeles, folks. It's Santa Anita Handicap Day. First post time today at 1230 and an outstanding uh, 10 race card. Listen, I just got an update from the uh, Santa Anita Racing Office. An equipment change which unfortunately did not make the program in today's Santa Anita Handicap, which is the 8th on a 10 race card. Number 3 Mixto adding blinkers today. Blinkers on, number three, Mixto. This horse is 6-1 to on the morning line. Doug O'Neill, Antonio Fresu. Blinkers on, number three, Mixto. Let's get down to Carlsbad. Say hello to John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning.
7: Good morning, Michael. Happy Big Cat Day.
4: Hey, same to you. Uh, Real quickly, uh, let's get the promotional thing out for the CTBA. They've got their annual uh, awards dinner, and it's always a lot of fun. And this year... It's real easy to get to right across the street from Santa Anita Park at the Lay Meridian, Tuesday, March 12th.
7: Yeah, you can walk across from your office there at Santa Anita, Mike. It's just across the street by the six Furlong Pole. And uh, if you want to get tickets, you can contact the CTBA offices, uh, talk to Christy Chapman, or you can send her an email at christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, at ctba.com.
4: Okay, terrific, and again, that'll be here before we know it. Tuesday, March 12th, it's, it's a great place to, to kind of network and just have some fun. Have a couple of cocktails, enjoy yourself around a whole lot of people with very similar interests. John, uh, obviously, this is uh, kind of new ground today, uh, moving a huge day like this from Saturday to Sunday. The conditions today look to be very good, partly cloudy. As I said earlier, the turf uh, listed as good coming in. It's, it's going to be a little bit soft. We did have periods of rain yesterday. Most of it light rain, though. I don't know what the total accumulation was. The main track, we're told, coming into today also listed as good, but that could very likely be upgraded to fast.
7: Well, Mike, we're so dependent on grass racing in Southern California now. There's six grass races on the card. If we stay yesterday, and even if they keep the stakes races on the grass, if half of those grass races come off, it really decimates the card. So I'm glad we're able to run all the grass races on the turf today. That's important. Obviously, we got the big cap, and, and uh, sorry to see Nysos out of the San Felipe. I was looking forward to seeing him run, so we'll see where he resurfaces. But in general, I think it was uh, you know the right call to make, and uh, we'll, we'll enjoy the card today. You're going to be the center of attention.
4: Yeah, we are. You know, and and to me that's that's kind of neat. Let's let's take a look at this thing, and you know, in talking to horsemen, I I really sense consensus that that they were they were down with this move coming back a day. We had Monday available, and for me, I I, I want to experiment a little bit and check out the big cap uh, back on Sunday. I I I be honest, I've kind of been advocating for this for for a lot of years, but there's reasons. Why it uh, was relegated and it remains on Saturday, but we'll find out a little bit more today and uh, looking for a good crowd as well.
7: well. Come out and attend it, and you know, the weather should, should hold now, so <laughs> that's really important if you want to get people out on the Sunday.
4: No doubt about it. Hey John, the Kilro's a, a great betting race, as is the last on the card, the Buena Vista. Where do you want to go for radio?
7: I'm going to go down to the Buena Vista, the 10th race on the card. It's the last race in that coast-to-coast pick five as well, and I think there's a single in here, and that's number six, Ruby Nell. If you remember, Edwin Maldonado was uh, on the injury list when she went back to Gulfstream Park for the uh, uh, the Pegasus-Philium-Mare turf, and she just didn't get the right trip that day. She kind of got blocked in behind horses. She's kind of a free-running filly. Maldonado's back on today. He's drawn outside the other street horse and kissed by fire. I think they can set the pace or sit outside in the clear, and that's what she wants to do. I think she's a better filly than these, so 7-2 in the morning line, that's the square price if you can get it. Number 6, Ruby Nell, race number 10, Santa Anita.
4: Okay, John, I'm going to get a little bit greedy with you. If you don't mind, let's go back to the Kilroy Mile. And uh, what about the pace situation? Did, is Goliad gone again uh, like he was in his most recent start with uh, Kazushi Kimura? What, what do you make of it?
7: Well, I think he's going to get clear just because of the way he runs. He just grabs the bit and pulls, and yeah. if you fight him too much, you take away his best uh, weapon. But, you know, you've got a horse drawn outside him, and number nine first piece coming out of a, a fast downhill sprint. He's quick, too. I don't think he's going to let Goliath get away to just you know an insurmountable lead, and if they go too fast, I mean, all Easter has done is win since he's come to Southern California. The concern I have with Easter, uh, Mike, is that, He's done his best work, it seems like, when he's gotten to the firm turf. And there's going to be a little give in the ground today. We'll see how much uh, the turf has been affected earlier on the card. But I think the softer the turf is, the more vulnerable the favorite, number two, Easter becomes. So it's an interesting race. And uh, like I say, you've got to get a legitimate pace. And if Easter doesn't fire, you've got uh, De Jure coming back for Bob Baffert. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Danny Manshines has been very sharp as well.
4: Really, really good race. Looking forward to it. Anyway, for radio today, uh, John Lindo says it's the 10th and final of Buena Vista. Go with number 6, Ruby Nell. Mike Smith uh, aboard here for John. Sheriff's. Hey, John, uh, folks get up to South Point, they can catch the Lindo report there as well, right?
7: Yep, we've got it for San Diego today and for Monday up there. And, uh, you know, you've got March Madness coming up, the opening of baseball season. If you want to get out to the South Point, uh, call Steve Jobs, and he's the racebook Manager there, 866-780-7223, and he'll tell you how you can get the uh, Thoroughbred LA horse players right.
4: And, John, i got to say, I ran into a couple of people last night. They say, hey, we've heard you talk about the Derby Room. We go out there. We really, really love it. There's room to spread out. It's easy to bet, and the prices are very, very reasonable. Bottom line, you go to the Derby Room there at Fairplex Park, you'll be struck with how well it's run. The audio-visual 100%. presentation, everything about it, they're on
7: it. It's a good experience. And, uh, you yeah. know, they've got good horse players out there. People are talking racing. It's kind of how we grew up, Mike. You go and meet your buddies out there and play the races. hundred percent. It, it's, it's fun, and it's yeah. got to be fun, and it is fun.
4: No question about it. Hey, John, thanks so much. Have a great day.
7: All right, Mike. Good luck today.
4: You bet. Uh, let's get down Catella now and say hello to Orlando Gutierrez from Los Alamitos. Hey, Orlando, uh, you guys took t- last night off. But you're back and forth tonight. Twelve races. You get underway at 5:50. You're kicking ten thousand into that traditional two-dollar pick six, and you got two sets of three trials. Uh, one for the Grade One Los Alamitos Oaks, and the other one for the Grade Two El Primero Del Año Derby. Really looking forward to it. Good field size. All those races are part of the pick six. Averaging coming into tonight, eight horses per race.
7: Good morning, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. You're right, Mike. You are right there on all this information. The Los Alamitos Oaks, $404,000 will be the final in a great group of Phillies, the El Primero del Año Derby, $204,000, Mike. And I cannot remember, I've been at Los Alamitos uh, over 30 years, I cannot remember ever having uh, trials for races of this magnitude, uh, of two races of this, this magnitude on the same night. Right. Uh Charles the a great one race, Charles to a great two race, all on the same night. It's gonna be a tremendous, tremendous card, Mike. And uh and like you mentioned the pick six will be uh an all quarter horse card with really good field. Uh all of the six races will be held at four hundred yards. I can't nice. wait for this terrific, terrific card Mike.
4: Yeah, this is a throwback and, and uh, the pick six tonight starts with race seven And post time for race 7 at Los Al, 812 Pacific. How about a best bet for Radio Orlando?
7: Absolutely, Mike. Uh, I'm going to go to race number 12. Uh, It's a great group of horses, so it's kind of hard to find, uh, you know, a great, great price because there's so many good, good horses in each race that are going to take a lot of attention. There's some nice singles there. Uh, Five Bar Supreme in race 7, number 8 in race 8, political rival who has been so, so good throughout his juvenile career. I'm going to go to race 12. This is a very, very competitive race, uh, and it's going to feature Double Down 1, 2, 3. Nine to five favorites are top filly last year, but I'm going to go with the two. Just watch her. Nine to two on the morning line. She's number two in this race. Jockey Gabriel Lara, what a ride he put on London Toby when uh, he won the Los Alamitos Winter Championship a couple of weeks ago. A tremendous young rider. Just watch her coming off of a third-place finish in the Los Alamitos Winter Derby when facing males. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Lara did not uh, ride her in that race, but now jumps on, on number two. Just watch her. I think the Phillies going to continue to uh, do what she's been doing. Just a really quick runner out of the gate. Really strong finisher and facing against Phillies in this race. I think she's going to be very, very tough. I'm looking for her to upset. Double down one, two, three uh, in this race. A really good race. Double down one, two, three will be tough. Let's see. Just watch her and get the job done from post
4: number two, race 12. And race 12 of Los goes 10.09 Pacific, and the pick six races seven through 12. First post for a 12 race card, 5.50. Have a great time tonight, uh, Orlando. Thank you, and we'll catch it all on FanDuel. Thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate it. We'll step aside one final time this hour. Coming back strong with Millie Ball up at Santa Anita on behalf of XBTV. Toby Terrell with Winner's Card running the anchor lap. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on the home of the Angels on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app.
0: Angels Radio. AM
1: 830. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've
7: said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well,
1: you won't get
4: Fans, due to the prospect of heavy rain, all of Saturday's races, including the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap, presented by Yamaba Resort & Casino, the Grade 1 Kilro Mile, the Grade 2 DK Horse San Felipe, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista Stakes, will now be run this Sunday with first post time at 12.30 p.m. And please note, Santa Anita will be open for simulcast wagering on Saturday. In addition to world-class racing on Sunday, our spacious infield will re open to the public and our infield family fun zone is back as well. Enter via gate six off of Colorado Place. Fans are advised that Santa Anita will also conduct live racing on Monday with first post time at 1230 p.m. and we will also offer free parking and admission Monday as well as three dollar beers and five dollar margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place.
3: Located in the small town of Clements, Legacy Ranch offers 145 beautifully manicured acres designed specifically for breeding, raising, and training of the competitive racehorse. Large irrigated pastures and private grass paddocks provide the optimum environment for your mares and offspring. The newly renovated 5-8 of a mile training track, supervised by well-known trackman Richard Tedesco, provides a safe surface to start your young horses on their way. Stallion Clubhouse Ride continues to produce sound, durable offspring that handle all distances and surfaces. Stallion Straight Fire was an outstanding juvenile himself and is passing along his early speed and precocity. Contact Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 for stallion bookings or to schedule a tour or check out the online farm tour at LegacyRanchInc.com Get your program started the right way at Legacy Ranch. You'll be glad you did.
4: Folks, life is about family, friends and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding or perhaps a corporate outing, Visit GardenandKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halu'aloha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, Halu'alohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero Del Año Derby, the best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down one, two, three. stakes winner Asher, and graded stakes finalists, Just Watcher. Check-in cartel, and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1, Edward Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West Futurity winner, Five Bar Supreme. It'll be an action-packed night, as the horses with the 10 fastest times, moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of Graded Stakes Trials. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
3: Hi, Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western
4: Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57 acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle Chemo's is as state-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleChimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee you can taste the Aloha
8: This segment is brought to you by the Bit tavern in South Arcadia Just off the corner of Tenth and Live Oak beer me at the bit.
4: And welcome back, everybody. Great to have you with us. My thanks this morning to uh, Jake Rich, making things happen. He's being assisted today by Derek Taylor uh, right here at Angel Stadium. Let's get up to uh, Santa Anita right now. Say hello to Millie Ball on behalf of XBTV. Millie, good morning. How are you? I'm
1: good, thanks, Mike. I'm a proud mama of uh, two varsity players who won the regional state championships last night
4: in soccer. (laughs) And In where?
1: In soccer,
4: a Maranatha. High Maranatha? Okay, soccer. You mean football.
1: Football, football. Yes.
4: Yeah, well, congratulations. That's huge, you know.
1: I know. It was very exciting. I'm a little hoarse this morning because I screamed for about two hours. <laughs> I bet.
4: I don't know if you ever met Darren Rogers. We used to all work together at Hollywood Park. He's my counterpoint, counterpart at Churchill Downs. You know what he calls soccer, don't you? It's a little derisive. What? Well, in America, he says it's the sport of tomorrow, and it always will be. Oh. And I know you take exception with that as a Brit. Hey, Anyway, let's get down to it, Millie. Uh, really, uh, I'm excited about the card today. You know, a change was made. We've never taken a card of this magnitude and shifted it, uh, you know, in, in deference to a, a wet weather forecast. That's the case. I'm looking forward to it very, very much. I want to ask you, you're on the ground the main track we're told is going to be called "Good" coming in. What do you expect it to be like today?
1: Yes, I would imagine it's going to be good. I think it's going to be on the fast side. I think it's okay. going to be good but tight. Um, uh, we just had joggers this morning going around it, um, but I think you know, and, and it doesn't seem like we're going to have much sun today to you know, wind to try it out. But um, so I think it will be good. Um, and, uh, but tight, you know, on the faster okay. side.
4: All right, let's get to it. Who's your best bet for radio?
1: I'm playing with DuJour in race number seven, the Kilro Mile. Um, I, I do think it's a two-horse race between Easter and DuJour. I think DuJour offers a little bit more value. And if you catch DuJour the way we saw him run in the Del Mar Mile, two starts back, right. he got a good trip, and I, that was a super race. He had a really... Difficult trip in the Breeders' Cup, Um, and so I'm looking back to, you know, his race, and and his work on XBTV that we had was super. He went 112 by himself, really nice for a turf horse walking over the main track. I thought that was a really good work coming in.
4: I mean, this is really a terrific race. Easter going for three graded stakes wins in a row, the 9-to-5 favorite, and uh, DuJour, as good as he is, as classy as he gives, Uh, Good chance you'll get that 3 to 1, Millie. Thanks so much. Looking forward to you up at the gate between races. Is that the assignment today?
1: I'm actually in the paddock today. Yep, paddock all day
4: long today. I'll swing by and say hello. Thank you, Millie, very, very much. Have a great day.
1: You're
4: welcome. Thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, now we go to Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. That's going to be the best $5 you spend going to the races on Big Cap Day today or tomorrow. Special Monday racing with a 12.30 start. And you can also get winner's card, the yellow sheet, online at casetherace.com. Toby, I'm going to put the ball on the tee for you. Go ahead and swing away. Keep it in the short grass. Who do you like for radio?
7: Well, let's go to the big event, Mike. Uh, The big cap and a lot of nostalgia. Um, Went back at the luxury of the search engine. But my first favorite horse of all time, ACAC, 1971, Mm -hmm. this year, I hope it's Newgate. Uh, for Bob Baffert, this horse, uh, I'll tell you what, he came out of that last race just tremendous. I think he's going to take a big step forward today, and hopefully he lays it down and gets the money for us this year.
4: Newgate, 4-1, to one. Frankie Dettori, Bob Baffert. Do you happen to remember how much weight ACAC carried, Toby? In, uh, no. In that 71 big cap with a guy named Shoemaker. And... It was uh, a whole lot of it was, uh, was led, 130 pounds. And Shoe uh, was about 100 and flat, 100 pounds. So the, the valets, I can tell you that they were never too happy in those big races having to take care of Shoe because there was a lot of extra weight in the saddle. That was some kind of horse. He went on to become horse of the year that year for, for Charlie. My
7: $2 was down year after year.
4: Yeah. Anyway, Toby says this year the 87th running of the big cap make it number five. Newgate at four to one. Toby, have a tremendous day. Looking forward to seeing you up there. Okay, Mike. Right out of time this hour. Next hour, right at the top. Kurt Hoover, FanDuel TV, got a lot to talk about. Stay with us.
0: Preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than three hours away here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland
2: Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimus Kona coffee. Uncle Kimos, you'll be glad you did.
0: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
4: Hey everybody! If you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family-owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better, twenty-four-seven. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at six two six. 448-6455 mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the west Fans, due to the prospect of heavy rain, all of Saturday's races, including the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap, presented by Yamaba Resort & Casino, the Grade 1 Kilro Mile, the Grade 2 DK Horse San Felipe, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista Stakes, will now be run this Sunday with first post time at 12.30 p.m. And please note, Santa Anita will be open for simulcast wagering on Saturday. In addition to world-class racing on Sunday, our spacious infield will re open to the public, and our infield family fun zone is back as well. Enter via Gate 6 off of Colorado Place. Fans are advised that Santa Anita will also conduct live racing on Monday with first post time at 12.30 p.m., and we will also offer free parking and admission Monday, as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halu'aloha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, Halu'alohaGardenAndKitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. the ragazin sheets are available online at the sheets.com our website also offers free introductory material including an online seminar you can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123 that's the ragazin sheets at 212-674-3123 ragazin the most respected name in racing
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero del Año Derby, the best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 1-2-3, stakes winner Asher, and graded stakes finalist Just Watcher, Check-In Cartel, and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1, Edward Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West Futurity winner, Five Bar Supreme. It'll be an action-packed night as the horses with the 10 fastest times moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of Graded Stakes Trials. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
1: You make one move and you're a dead
5: man really long.
4: Welcome back. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles on Santa Anita Handicap Day with an asterisk. Yeah, it was supposed to be yesterday, but it's today now, and we're glad of it. Ten races in all, four graded stakes. The big cap, the 87th running of the big cap, goes as race eight. The San Felipe will be race six, traditionally a big derby prep, unfortunately a big scratch out of there. Number three, Nysos, will not run. The grade one, Frankie Kilrow Mile on a turf course listed as good. That goes as the seventh. And then really a tremendous betting race is the tenth and final. That's going to be the grade two, Buena Vista, Phillies and Mares at a flat mile on grass. As advertised, joined now by uh, really a great friend over the years and a stalwart over there at FanDuel TV, Kurt Hoover. Hey, Kurt, good morning.
7: Good morning, Mike. Uh, good to talk to you on Big Cap Day. Uh, I, I heard you mention the 87th edition, and I am now officially old because this will be the 44th Big Cap I've seen in person. Uh, first cool. one right out of high school, John Henry back in 1981. And then, yeah. Mike, I some, we were showing some replays yesterday. The first time I ever worked on a full-time basis, the old K-Win, uh, was 1987 when Broad Brush beat Ferdinand by a whisker with Angel Cordero and Bill Schumacher doing battle? So, some really truly great memories, Mike, and looking forward to Big Cat Day. And,
4: and some great performances. You know, you mentioned 81. John Henry came back the next year, but in 81, he had done almost all of his damage in graded stakes on grass, Kurt. There, there was some question as to whether or not he was going to be as good at that level on, on dirt. I'll never forget. There was a guy who was part of the clocking crew, Leif Bassett was his name. He, he later uh, relocated up north. But I can tell you, man, he was telling people that he knew, don't worry about the main track. And he <laughs> he followed up, Kurt. I mean, he made a ton that day. I forget what John Henry paid. But uh, Lafitte rode him that day. Eddie Delahousse. anybody wants to look at the tape of that 81 big cap? Eddie D. He rode as good a race and defeat as you'll ever see at that level on a horse for uh, for Vern Winchell named King Gogo. King
7: Gogo. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was in that race, Mike. <laughs> Say it again. I, I thought I, I, when you were talking, I was saying I think he beat King Gogo. Yeah, he, he was did. a Good horse at that time too. Yeah. You
4: know, he beat him by maybe a length and a half, something like that. But the race Eddie rode, he gave his horse just you know, all you can ask from a jock, give your horse his best opportunity. And, of course, he's one of the all-time greats. And, and it was Pin K, Eddie D, and John Henry, uh, of course, trained by Ron McAnally, uh, getting it done there. Uh, it, that that was really a great race. And yeah. then the next year, we had the inquiry with Perot actually finishing first. But under left-handed pressure from Lafitte, uh, you know, he, he came out a number of lanes. Even though there was no contact, they put John up. And I think that one... Uh, uh, the bald eagle was never too happy about that one, even <laughs> years later, Kirk. <Kurt.
7: laughs> yeah, Mike, I figured the Bald Eagle, another great one we we showed back yesterday, uh Ali Sheba and Ferdinand. Oh my in 1988. gosh. Yeah. I mean that was elevation. Mike, I didn't I, I kinda of remember that was the first year of inter track wagering when the satellites opened up, but the TVs opened up. At so Santa Anita, yeah. This, yeah, you expect maybe the crowd fell off a little bit. It sure has held it. Seventy thousand people were a day to see Ali Sheba and Ferdinand and You and I remember, Mike, because we're old, but a lot of people weren't around. That was one hell of a rivalry between those two horses.
4: Yes, it was. And, uh, you know, a few months earlier, Ferdinand got the best of it in the Breeders' Cup Classic at uh, Hollywood Park. So there was a lot of drama. Hey, let's face it. The big cap is not what it was. And there's a lot of reasons for that. These big races in the Middle East are a big reason. The emphasis on the end of the year now with the Breeders' Cup is a big reason. So... uh, but any of us who, who experienced those, those runnings over the years, you know, th- they stay with you. And, Kurt, I- I'm glad you brought a couple of those up because that's when the race was run on Sunday, which is right. where we're back to today. And I-, I know you've been a guy that kind of been scratching our heads collectively. Why don't we get the big cap back to Sunday and try it there?
7: Yeah, I know you and I discussed it today, Mike. And then uh, Joaquin and I were on yesterday afternoon in the studio, and Joaquin brought it up, too. We both sat don't really know why we couldn't go back to Sunday. Joaquin brought up a great point, Mike. you know how many great stakes there are in the country today, except for Santa Anita? Zero. It, it, that's the point, see? Right?
4: Yeah, we went so to this curious. this kind of auto mall thing years ago. For good yeah. reasons. You need your big days. Sure. That's why the Met Mile was moved to Belmont Stakes Day, and it was all on Saturday. you got to have that big day Saturday. Well, in this case, with the big cap, we don't have football to contend with, and Right now, today, Santa Anita's the big dog.
7: No, no, no question, Mike. And I can tell you from working yesterday, because the Goldstream card had eight graded stakes and the fountain of youth, Santa Anita wouldn't have been lost in a shuffle, but it would not be center stage. Thank today, you. It is absolute center stage. and Mike, I really think maybe the powers that be to look into it and just see how the numbers work out. But I think there's a lot to be said for Sunday racing. And obviously we're away from football. In the fall, that argument makes 100% sense. But maybe something to look at for down the road for Sunday big caps again.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, Sunday is is a day you can attend, I think, for more people. Uh, By the way, I don't know if you saw our stable notes yesterday, but I I did an item in conjunction with uh, Victor Ryan doing a great job. Kind of on the history of Sunday, Saturday with the big cup, Big Cap, you know, a lot of people, they don't realize Sunday racing in California was not legalized until Ronald Reagan signed it back in 1973. So, you know, Santa Anita made the decision to move the Big Cap to Sunday, the first time they had a chance in 1974. And they had an upset, a 13-to-1 shot trained by Poncho Martin, Ron Turcotte. Uh, you know, of Secretariat fame rode the horse, a horse named Prince Danton. And I think there was like 52,000 on hand that day. But anyway, it was a great success up until 91, and it was moved. And I understand why Santa Anita was trying to play ball with, uh, you know, the American Championship Racing Series. You remember that, Kurt Barry-Weisbord. Unfortunately, that didn't make it. And it wasn't due to, be, You know, it had nothing to do with, with Barry not doing the best he could. It was just, it became untenable trying to get everything done with all these different uh, fiefdoms around the country. But anyway, we're back to Sunday, and I'm was, glad of Mike.
7: it. Yeah, me too, Mike. And that was a good idea, by the way, to ACRS. But again, it fell by the wayside. And yeah. Looking forward to today's big cap and also the supporting races. I thought it had an outstanding car today, Mike.
4: Yeah, if you don't mind, Kirk, well, first of all, what's your schedule on FanDuel TV?
7: I am heading up there right now, Mike. Uh, Joaquin and I are kicking off the card on the set uh, right around eleven thirty noon, and then after a couple races on the set, I'll be reporting for the stakes races, which I'm looking very forward to.
4: Oh yeah, and, and the stakes are later, you know,
7: yeah, six, exactly. seven, so
4: eight, I'm... and then ten. Kurt, if you don't mind, you know, with Nisos out, I had John White on earlier. He's he's going to take the the revised favorite, Imagination, eight to five on top. Your thoughts? In the San Felipe, to me, when you get these short fields, it can become a rider's race. What do you make of it?
7: Yeah, Mike. I know. i being, you know, being a six-six player really shook things up because the plan was to single, take the ping, go score with Nisos, and move yeah. on. Now, after looking at the race again, Mike, I really thought any of the four could win. I don't think anybody really is head and shoulders above the rest. I thought Wind Me Up ran very well, Chase the Nisos last time. Imagination ran well, but is getting better and has really good workout reports. And Scatify ran well. I don't see a lot of separation in race bike. If I can afford it, it's almost an all button for me.
4: Interesting. And that hurts, because it's a short field. You'd that like hurts. to be able to take a stand there. Uh big time. The Kilro mile Kurt. I mean, to me, Easter, he has established himself as, as, as the top horse on turf right now on this circuit. But... I mean, you got DeJour coming off the bench for Baffert. He's got a ton of class. Goliad, we saw what he did the other day. He was just gone. Uh, you know, I, top to bottom, you got a lot of class. Prince Obama on the inside. What do you make of the Kill Mile on what's supposed to be a good, a kind of a soft turf today?
7: Really good race. And to your point, the Eastern, no question the horse to beat. He comes out of the best races. He's a class that race, but DeJour has trained sensational for Bob Baffert. Uh, Goliad was a freakish winner last time out, and Camaro really gets along with that horse. Yep. Even a horse like McKinnon has trained really well and has been gilded. Prince Obama on his best day is good enough. Yep. Uh, just a very competitive grade one event, I thought.
4: You know, I don't know if you heard Millie Ball, but uh, she's taken de jour on top, and it's obviously the way he's trained. Uh, he's been idle now since the Breeders' Cup mile. Yeah, he was 10th, but he only got beat three and a half lengths, Kurt.
7: Yeah, against very, very good horses, and uh, I know Billy and I... Read the same workout reports. Andy Harrington's workout reports on du jour are really, really good. So he's prime for a big effort. And he'll need it because Easter is a really good horse.
4: It, yeah, he is. Kurt, uh, l- let's go ahead and, and go to the big cap. Uh, we do have an equipment change. Unfortunately, this did not make the program number three mixto. Blinkers on today. Uh, you know, your thoughts. New Grange, he has done nothing wrong. Opening day at a mile and a 16th, he took the San Antonio. He came back in that traditional stepping stone to the big cap, the mile and 1-8 San Pasqual, and got it done first time Victor Espinosa. And Phil D'Amato sticks with Victor today. A very, very competitive field of seven.
7: Exceptionally competitive race. Very interesting field. I know usually, I mean, in years past, like in a big cap, there you know at least three, four horses I'd look at, I'd say there's no chance this horse can win the big cap. Yeah, I'd just in there to get a piece of it. Not the case this year. I thought any one of the seven could win. Uh, for selection purposes on our show, I'm going to pick Salesman uh, for Richard Mandela. I love the way he won way back on the company Cup game, and I know he didn't beat much, but he sure was visually impressive. And again, his workout reports are off the charts. And to me, it's, if he's not doing really good, Richard Mandela doesn't come into the big cap off a layoff. So I'm factoring that in too much. So I'm going to pick Salesman, but again, I could see any one of the seven winning the race.
4: Okay. Bottom line, good betting race, right?
7: Excellent betting race. Mike. Yeah, excellent betting race. Like I've said many times, you hear, yeah, we all love full field, but a lot of times you see the twelve horse field, especially in the maiden race, where six of them have absolutely no chance. You get an eight to five and a two to one, and that's about it. Not the case in the big cap today.
4: Yeah, eight to five, two to one, and a few crows. Not the case here today in the sand. Right. Anita handicap, Kurt. I don't know if it's the best betting race on the card, but it's right there. Uh, the 10th and final, the Buena Vista, Phillies and Mares at a mile on the grass. Uh, I don't know. Ruby Nell obviously got a huge chance. Bella Bell uh, going to be the, the top horse for a lot of people. Mufi is very interesting for Jonathan Thomas with that guy to Torrey. Do you have any strong thoughts? Can, can you narrow it down to two or three in the pick six?
7: I don't think I can, Michael. Horses you mentioned are all contenders. I love Maldonado getting back on Ruby Nell, because I think she's a little tricky to ride, and he really gets along with her. Uh, you mentioned Jonathan Thomas on the bottom. I could have been seeing with his horses. A lot of his horses didn't fire first time here at Santa Anita or ran even. Looked like they were just getting fit, and they're starting to fire. Uh, he's a very good trainer, and I think that horse will improve. Uh, closer in Marks is, is a tough race mare. She misfired last time, but she's good enough on her best day. Bella Bell won nice. Again, a race I think I'm going to have to spread, Mike. I don't have a, a standout type of horse in there.
4: No no doubt about it. Kurt, uh, always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, it's just great to see you center stage these days on FanDuel TV. You're going to kick the, the card off with Joaquin Jaime. Uh, I know you love working with him, and I know you wanted to say a couple of words about a guy that you worked with for quite a long time at Santa Anita by the name of John White. I had him on near the top of the show today. A very, very special thing for him. It was announced earlier this week. Uh, native of Spokane, he's going into the Washington Thoroughbred Racing Hall of Fame in August.
7: Yeah, Mike, that is really nice. I've known John for, I was trying to think yesterday, probably 86, 87 when I first started there. so A lot bigger than Mike. John was the original on Intertrack Television, myself, John, and Carol, and Conley way back in the day. Uh, John and I spent a lot of time working together. Mike, we spent a lot of time flights uh, Many wine tasting trips, uh, <laughs> many pick many pick sixes, many basketball games in Vegas on short notice. I left. I remember in the days that you could take cash for a flight, you could just show up at the airport. Yeah, We're, we would leave Sanita sometimes on a Sunday. and We had done good. I John says, "What do you think?" I said, "Vegas." He goes, "Let's go." We go to Ontario, walk up to the counter. He, "When's the next flight?" John would a couple hundred. Let's get on and roll. Uh, and we played a lot of basketball together, Mike. I know people who don't know John real well, he can play hoops. He could shoot from way deep from the three-point line. So I know that honor means a lot to him being a Washington native, Mike. Couldn't be happier, and hopefully I can see John again sometime soon or we can share a good bottle of wine and celebrate.
4: And, and Kurt, you know, you you meet a few guys over the years. There's a lot of screamers at the track and, uh, you know, this and that. Uh, John's one of those guys. He can have a couple of thousand dollars riding or more. (laughs) And it's just, uh, he, he doesn't change expression. You wouldn't know it. it I, I was stunned when I started finding out, man, this guy pours it in on occasion, you know. And and future yeah. bets in Vegas, everything else, uh, all around a good guy. And I know you love working with him on television because he would do the work, and therefore you've got grist for the conversational mill if you're on two, three hours together.
7: Yeah, Mike, I've, I've spent many a night at a craft table for four or five in the morning with John in the old Mirage sportsbook with a big bet on a baseball game. I distinctly remember on a Sunday night baseball game. But as you said, you wouldn't know it. Uh, John no. also likes to never judge a book by its cover. Never think you know somebody. 100%. And how much fun they can be and how much, how much jam they got in life. Because John's <laughs> right up to the top.
4: <laughs> All right. Hey, Kurt, uh, uh, we're going to try and get lucky with salesman, uh, the Irish bread, in today's uh, Santa Anita Handicap. Yeah, and-
7: Mike, I do like a horse a lot in the ninth. I'm going to gamble on a horse today. It's not one of the stakes races, but I really like number five, Ben Gonza, in today's ninth race for Richard Mandela. Watch the replays this morning. This horse ran so much better than it looks last time. Broke a step slow, was not really being hard ridden at the quarter pole, and then inside the eighth pole took off. Finished super galloped out in front. I know it's a big field, a tough race. That's why we're getting six to one. So. I love the stakes, Mike, but I'm going outside the stakes for a play. Then Gonza in this afternoon's ninth race at a fat 6-1. to one.
4: Okay, great. And then, Kurt, for you and Joaquin today, don't forget about our good friend Derek Lawson. He represents Tiago Pereira. And uh, they're going to team up together with a Derek Lawson homebred in race one by the name of Saffa. Broker her maiden two back. A big effort last time with winners. She's 4-1 to one on the line. I think we'll get it. She's got a look, Kurt.
7: Well, Mike, not only do we have to bring it up, Derek himself stopped by the set the other day to remind us <laughs> that she was running. We, we discussed this up there at length the other day, and I probably told Derek, we got to get back on the air, but we'll see on Sunday. So, yeah, good story. That mirror has been real good to Derek, Mike, and I'm looking forward to her running today, too, for a red-hot Erie studio.
4: You know, you know, Derek was classmates with Steve Brenner at Cal State Northridge, I mean, long time back and Steve, unfortunately, can't be here for the big cap because he's with Shohei and everybody over at Camelback Ranch. But uh, they've known each other a long time. Derek's one of those guys, he's all in, Kurt. He, he is so enthusiastic, and he's doing a great job with Tiago Pereira. So yeah. looking forward Don't to the first race Mike, today.
7: If you were the third person in that had conversation with those two, you wouldn't have to say much. You would just kind of sit there and take notes.
4: Thank you very much. Drive safely, Kurt. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. See you after a little while. All right. uh, We'll uh, stay right here, and we're going to go. I don't think he's at the track this morning because joggers only, so he's taking it off, I'm sure. Andy Harrington on behalf of NationalTurf.com. Hey, Andy, good morning.
7: Yeah, uh, hello. You would be right. I am at home having my second cup of coffee and checking out the spring training uh, Grapefruit uh, League uh, schedule for, uh, I think the game's starting in about 45 minutes. I'm going to watch a few. I haven't seen many this, uh, this season so far.
4: Well, we got Halo's White Sox here on AM 830, the home of the Angels at 12.05. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to that for sure. Get your thoughts on the card. I'll just kind of give you your head, turn oh. you loose. Well, where do you want to go, Andy?
7: All right. Well, let's let's start off first. Um, my first pick today was Kurt Hoover's pick, uh, Salesman in the eighth race. So you know, wait, wait a minute. Won. Now
4: uh, you're a numbers guy, but we got the eighth race is the Santa Anita handicap.
7: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's who I went with because Salesman's just been training lights out since he ran a huge race in the Breeders' Cup. I know uh, Kurt alluded to it. there wasn't much behind him one so far that I thought uh, he's really stepped forward and continued that uh, pattern since. And then so I scratched that off. I figured, well, why give a redundancy a pick? So I go to the next race and uh, Kurt, Kurt uh, picks my uh, horse in the ninth race, <laughs> who's training really well. I, I think they end. She was so far clear of the field by the time they got down to the clubhouse turn, her ears were pricked. She's a big, giant filly. Uh, Six and a half down the hill will probably suit her, a little extra distance. Um, So um, let's scratch that. We're going to go to the fourth race here. Um, The fourth race is just uh, a field of nine in here. Oh, no, eight, actually, with the scratch. Um, Scratch the four, Tom.
4: Takamak it is, yeah.
7: Right. I like the way that uh, the number one horse in here uh, ran last time, Syntactic. She, uh, this one broke slow. Bressu um, had to really ask this horse. It was dead last going into clubhouse turn, and by the time it came out, um, it was in front. It ran all the way to the uh, eighth pole. It was hooked. It tried to come back. Um, I thought with a clean break in a field that doesn't have a lot of speed in it, at 6-1, to one, uh, I'm going to take a shot on the inside horse in here in the fourth race number one, Syntactic. Syntactic,
4: interesting, and uh, I know you don't want to give away the store, and we're not going to do it, folks. Uh, for the rest of the story, you'll be glad you did. Go to NationalTurf.com, and Andy, uh, tell folks what, what you offer up there.
7: Um, we have got a workout report grades on all the horses. Uh, uh, you know, my my uh, you know all all the insights I have, good, bad, and indifferent on horses. Hopefully, give you a little little extra info for uh, for your betting purposes.
4: Looking forward to that. But uh, I want to just uh, circle back to the big cap. If you don't mind, uh, Salesman, the Irish bred, uh, ha- has caught the eye in the morning, and boy, uh, Flavion Pratt sticks with him. A big win, you know, in a marathon race. It, to me, it, this makes it hard. This is the r- reason why you're going to get a better price. I mean, that was a mile and five-eighths, a thoroughbred aftercare alliance, a grade two, but he just kind of galloped on the lead. And it, it's kind of hard getting a line on a horse coming out of a race like that, Andy.
7: Yeah, at, at some point uh, last fall, about a month before the Breeders' Cup, this horse, Mandela just figured him out, or the horse took a while to acclimate or whatever it every drill before the breeders cup was just like the drills going into the big cap today just off the charts terrific um they've had horses um you know this horse has worked a mile. They had another horse break off at the 5 furlong long pole. Uh, this horse is fit as fit as can, fit can be. Uh, and I trust, you know, and Richter Mandela is an awfully conservative trainer. This is He's, he's saying something about being in this race, you know, I, I think. So, um, you know, he's got a – sounds like he's got a, a lot of confidence. And with these mile and 7-8 drills, I think he's had this in his mind all along uh, from – you know, from the beginning mm-hmm. of the meet, is my assumption, you know. Um, so, I mean, I'm just going to say that this horse just has flat out gotten better because it shows in the mornings and it showed in the race uh, on Breeders' Cup day.
4: Great stuff. Andy Harrington, all the best. Good luck today. Enjoy it. All right. Thanks, Mike. You, you bet. Listen, folks, if you have any plumbing needs this weekend, this coming week, what have you, call my good friends at Western Reuter. I say it often, and I mean it. I've experienced it, both with a commercial building, my own residence, on time and under budget. They, when they, whenever they tell you they're going to be out there, they're there and they have highly qualified people. They assess the situation, they tell you what's going on, and they get after it. Uh, family owned for more than 40 years, John and Larry Batala, along with Mike Glenn. That's Western Rooter. You go to their website and check out everything they have to offer, uh, commercial or residential, 24-7, 448 6-4-5-5. Five, five. Going to step aside, heading up to Vegas, coming back strong with Bruce Finkelstein. Interested to get Bob Mazurski's thoughts on the card as well. Toby Cowlitz got the morning off, but we got his Gulfstream picks. Jonathan Hardoon, take two on the horizon. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles.
8: Radio,
3: AM 30 Located in the small town of Clements, Legacy Ranch offers 145 beautifully manicured acres designed specifically for breeding, raising, and training of the competitive racehorse. Large irrigated pastures and private grass paddocks provide the optimum environment for your mares and offspring. The newly renovated 5-8 of a mile training track, supervised by well-known trackman Richard Tedesco provides a safe surface to start your young horses on their way. Stallion Clubhouse Ride continues to produce sound, durable offspring that handle all distances and surfaces. Stallion Straight Fire was an outstanding juvenile himself and is passing along his early speed and precocity. Contact farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 for stallion bookings or to schedule a tour or check out the online farm tour at legacyranchinc.com. Get your program started the
6: right way at Legacy Ranch. You'll be glad you did. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
3: See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
4: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle is a state-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKemosKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kim- Kona coffee, you can taste the aloha. Folks, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Hi, everybody.
2: This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Skimos' cona coffee. Uncle Skimos, you'll be glad you did.
3: I'm different, angel. She's a roadhouse queen. Make Texas Ruby look
7: like Sandra Dee. I wanna love her, but I don't know how. I'm at the bottom of the. J-
4: And welcome back. Our 2 Throwback Los Angeles on Santa Anita Handicap Day. Ten races today. We get underway at 1230. And another word uh, about the CTBA Awards uh, Dinner. That'll be here before we know it. Tuesday, March 12th, right across the street at the Lay Meridian Hotel. And you can contact Christy Chapman at the CTBA for more information, folks. Let's get up to Las Vegas on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein. Hey, Bruce, good morning.
7: Good morning Mike how's it going?
4: Good I understand you had some winds there in the valley overnight
7: Wow it's been bad for about the last 36 hours finally it's stopped yeah a lot of really a lot of trees and branches all over the place uh, the the power stayed on for us so uh, that was a good thing. Any rain? a little bit not too much but really heavy winds like even for Las Vegas standards uh, and I'm out near the mountains' pretty about as strong as you, you'll ever see here
4: I'll be darned. and you've been up there about 20 years now right?
7: Since 2000, late 2001, yep, it was one of yeah. the uh, heavier windstorms storms I've, we've been through.
4: Well, listen, uh, I didn't catch any of the races yet. Well, I did, I think, early from Golden Gate. But on Friday, man, late in the afternoon, the rain really came up there. Of course, they've got the synthetic tapita, and everybody I know up there say it gets better with rain. By the way, we opened up our new, uh, you know, all-weather... Synthetic Tapita training track yesterday, joggers only through tomorrow, but uh, that's very good news for us uh, for, you know, certainly winter conditions. But they've got eight of them today uh, at Golden Gate, Bruce.
7: There's a strange kind of bias when it rains there, Mike. I, I don't quite get it, but when it is raining when during the race, there isn't much uh, – the speed holds exceptionally well. I don't have a reason for that, but as long as the rain is not coming down, uh, it's a fair track. So that's something to look at. If it's raining during the race, speed will hold a lot better. I've seen that over the last few years. That said, we're hoping for a little calmer conditions. Let's go to the fifth race today at Golden Gate. Uh, These are allowance fillies going six furlongs. And I like the horse turning back in distance here, the six Arctic Breeze. They tried this filly, Mike, in an impossible spot. After breaking Maiden by nine lengths, she ran against the boys in the El Camino Real Derby. She showed a little bit of run, was bothered a bit into the first turn. She finished, only beat one horse. Here's what I like with Bill Anton Georgie did, Mike. He took care of her. He didn't ride her hard. He knew she was beaten. He kind of gave her a soft uh, ride all the way around, didn't abuse her. Mm -hmm. I think you can just draw a line through that race. She's shown really good middle uh, race energy, inner mile races, because she does turn back to a sprint. I think she's got a stamina edge. The inside three or four in this race, Mike, all want to show speed. I think he, with Anton Georgie aboard, he can sit back and just kind of outlast these fillies. So in race five, let's go with the six. Arctic Breeze listed at 5-2 to two on the morning line.
4: Blaine Wright, the trainer. I don't know what the forecast is up there. I don't think there's any rain scheduled, is there?
7: I don't think so. I think it's passed through already.
4: Yeah, interesting. All right, let's, uh, and by the way, race five uh, at, at Golden Gate, that's supposed to go at 347. Ten of them here on Big Cab Day today, Bruce.
7: Let's go to the same race at Santa Anita. The fifth race is an allowance race at at a mile, uh, non-winners other than. And the, the interesting horse for me here, Mike, is the three, carry gold. Take a look at this horse's lifetime starts on dirt and synthetic not impressive 11 starts no wins then take a look at him on the grass he's a brand, he's a different horse on the grass five starts three wins if you go back and watch his last race on the turf it was at del mar it was a Calbred allowance so a little easier he showed a tremendous kick with flavian pratt that day in a race that really didn't set up that much for his closing style he's back on grass today um, and I think with a little pace help, he could be dangerous from off the pace. And with those two ugly dirt races coming into the race, I think we could get paid here getting back on his favorite surface. So race five, let's take a shot with the three. Carry Gold listed at 8 to 1 on the morning line.
4: Okay, post time for race five. <clears throat> Pardon me, at Santa Anita, 2.32. And as I'm sure you've heard, Bruce, the turf today at Santa Anita is going to be listed as good. And uh, it'll be soft. I, I have no doubt about that. I mean, we've, we've had, you know, significant rain, and it came hard at, at uh, a few different times yesterday, but uh, the turf officially listed as good. Bruce Finkelstein uh, says it's number three. Carry Gold, Kazushi Kimura taking over here for Peter Miller. Tell us about the website. What's up there?
7: So we have a full card analysis at Santa Anita. Obviously, the great big cap card today. Also, we put together a uh, rainbow pick six at uh, Gulfstream Park. There's a huge mandatory payout today, Mike, Mm -hmm. over there. It's going to be a giant purse. So we went through a very challenging pick six uh, there, along with the full card at Santa Anita. With audio, we have best bets at Santa Anita, and also a late pick four today for you players of the Golden Hour uh, um, plays at Santa Anita and Golden Gate. So, that's it, the best bets at Golden Gate. So again, check it at check it out at BetOnBruce.com.
4: And Bruce, that leads me to a question: uh, You're a serious player. You've got lots of clients nationwide. Um, you know, y- you do well at uh, at Golden Gate. Uh, had a special place for you over the years. So obviously, you don't shy from the synthetic tapita. Your thoughts on the possibility of transitioning to that uh, down here? And maybe I don't know anything. I'm, t- I'm being honest. But just speculatively, your thoughts as a handicapper, a guy who bets serious money on a tapita surface in the afternoon at Santa Anita.
7: Yeah, I know there's a lot of disagreement among uh, you know the players on this one. It exactly. Doesn't bother me at, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I think you can compare synthetic races to synthetic races. In other words, there's enough form now with horses coming from up north, horses from Florida. Look, when you have a racetrack, that relies on turf racing, and we saw this at Saratoga. Also, when the rate when you have inclement weather, the cards are absolutely just terrible. Uh, you get three and four horse fields in the slop
4: because the turf races come off to yep. the slop. Yeah,
7: yeah, and, and the, look, look at Saratoga this year, Mike. I mean, they've got you know terrible weather there. They could use a synthetic track as as a third option. It'd be great that every racetrack would be like Gulfstream where you had all three surfaces to choose from. I don't know that that's the case. It's a safer surface. I I don't have a problem with it. I think, you know, from an optics standpoint and, and everything else, it's it, you know, I think it's a good idea. I know that it was tried earlier and failed. Tapita has not failed. Tapita has had a real good record going forward. So It, it,
4: it truly say, has, you know.
7: Right? You haven't heard anything. Have we heard any blips? In the last couple no. of years on the Tapita. it's it's been a reliable surface. And again, when when you rely on turf racing and you have rain, you go right to that synthetic. And you know what's nice about it, Mike? You don't get the scratches. Uh, well, the trainers, and that's why we're
4: race. here. I mean, that's that's why we're here. Field size drives handle. Anyway, there's a lot to consider. And I know Jonathan Hardoon, he's listening, chomping at the bit because he's a natural dirt guy. So is Toby Calhoun, as you know. And certainly I respect all their opinions, but it's man, is it ever something to consider? It truly is.
7: Yeah, I mean the perfect setup is Gulfstream, Mike. Wouldn't you say you have all three surfaces at Gulfstream? Yeah. I mean, have this, so if something like that could happen, great. But I mean I think not only Santa Anita, I think Saratoga is a track that should be looking at it in the future with all the rain. That that they have, and they have uh, an inner and an outer turf course. They could probably put one in. I know Belmont is going right. That's Belmont's what they're doing. It, yeah, right. It is so. I kind of think it's the wave of the future. We'll see. I know there's a lot of resistance to it. I don't mind handicapping it at all. I don't. I don't have any problems with it. I think it's just as formful as the dirt is. So um, that's just that's just my opinion. On
4: well, it. And, and I respect that opinion. Once again, tell us about the website, Bruce.
7: Uh, It's betonbruce.com, where we have a full card at Santa Anita today. Audio included, best bets in Southern and Northern California. Again, betonbruce.com.
4: Always a pleasure. Thank you, Bruce. Good luck today.
7: Take care, Mike.
4: All right, now uh, say hello to Bob Mazursky, a veteran of many Santa Anita handicaps. I'm not suggesting he's getting a little long in the tooth, but maybe I am. Anyway, Bob, good morning. How are you?
7: Hello, Mike. How are you? And I am long in the dude, no doubt about it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> as evidenced by how we feel rolling out every morning. But I'm looking at the paper, and by the way, you're great at handicaps, as we so often say. It appears every racing day in all the Southern California News Group papers. And I want to say this. Kevin Modesti, back to the racing beat, uh, you know, with the, the passing of Art Wilson, Kevin's got a real nice advance on the, <clears throat> pardon me, the front of the sports section today, and just incredible that a, a guy of his his uh, his magnitude—I'll put it that, that way—his scope uh, is is available to us uh, full time covering horse racing in Southern California. With you two guys, uh, as Ed Reimers used to say, Bob, we're in good hands.
7: Well, no, Kevin was—you know—he covered racing a long time ago for and did a very, very good job then, so I know he'll do a good job. and continue to do a good job now.
4: Okay, I'm looking at the paper. Uh, In the Kill Row, race seven, I see you've got Easter on top. A really, really competitive race. Just give us the X's and O's, your thoughts on how the Kill Row could shake out.
7: Well, I mean, I think he's got the best late kick, and if he's in range, I think he'll get the job done. But I... Prince Obama, another comebacker for Phil D'Amato, you know, who also trained Easter, trained very well for his return. He's a nice horse. DuJor on his best day is certainly capable. Goliath is sharp right now, although I think first piece might, you know, do some damage to him. So I think the race will set up nicely for the three I mentioned first, Prince Obama, DuJor and an Easter. I give Easter an edge. But I if I'm playing the late pick four, which that race kicks off, I think I'd use all three.
4: Interesting. And then we come down to the big cap. And, boy, a horse who's been popular on the show today, Salesman, you've got him right on top.
7: Yeah, I thought he would be on an island with him. I wasn't sure how many people would like him, I, but I know he's trained very well. I, I know, like everybody said, he didn't beat much in that marathon, but I think he's getting better. Mandela, of course, has been very hot in stakes races this year, and maybe this horse is just a better horse on dirt than he was on grass. I think that's the key. And, uh, you know, I don't, I have respect for Newgate and New Grains, but I don't think they're, you know, not among the best uh, horses ever run on the big cap, so I think it's yep. a good spot for a horse like Salesman to get the job done.
4: you got a very logical horse on top in the paper, race 10 today, to Buena Vista. Bella Bell uh, with Flavion Pratt.
7: Yeah, that's who I'm going to get out of the radio horse today, just because she won off the layoff, she won on the lead, but she certainly doesn't need the lead to win. She can sit. She's shown that in her past, and I think she can come right back in this race. It's a tough race, but you have to take a stand somewhere, so I'll go for her.
4: Bob uh, I I've, I've got a a little bit of time cuz Toby Callett's not going to be with us this morning but your your thoughts a on the big cap maybe returning full time to Sunday we we did it this year uh, on account of the weather situation and uh, and and just the maybe the, the overall situation with the big cap how you know let's face it it's kind of fallen upon lean times what, in your opinion, could be done to shore it up?
7: Well, I mean, it's gonna, it's kind of hard to shore it up given the the money that's offered in those races, you know, and uh,
4: twelve million and twenty million, Dubai exactly. and Saudi.
7: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you compete with that. It, it's impossible to compete with it. But then I do, maybe
4: you, know, you move the big cap, right?
7: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, maybe run it a different time of year. And I do like going back to Sundays because. The first uh, Saturday in March, you're always going to be facing the Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream, and you're going to be facing the Gotham in New York. So it'll become like the main event today. Today it's the biggest race in the country. So
4: Bob, like and yesterday through the through our, I was talking with Jason Egan earlier this morning before we came on. Through the first six races yesterday, we were going to be lucky to be treading water with everything that was going on at Gulfstream alone.
7: Exactly. So now today, you're the star. So, and I think maybe that's something to consider in the future, going back to Sundays. Like, uh, the first race I ever covered for the Herald-Examiner after taking over for Gordon Jones in 1985 was the big cap in 85, and I'll never forget that day because there's 85,000 people. Exactly. She came the first jockey to go over $100 million in purse earnings. It was the, a double carryover in the pick six, so there was everything aligned that day. And that was on a Sunday, so I, yeah. I have no problem going back to Sunday. And like I said, it will become the main event of that Sunday when you're not following the, the big day in Florida and New York.
4: Yeah, totally, totally agree with you. Hey, Bob, always a pleasure. How's your quarterback doing?
7: He's doing well. I mean, he's uh, getting ready to start another season next in a couple weeks, so we'll see how it at, goes. At what level? What grade? It's still it's still flag football. He's a uh, ten, almost eleven. So, okay, you know. He's, He's going to be moving up to the next level, so we'll see how it goes.
4: Start writing those checks, send them to, the, send them <laughs> to those camps and everything. Everybody does it, you know. Absolutely. A lot to look forward to. Bob, always a pleasure, man, and uh, looking for a big, big uh, a big, big cap day. Thanks for helping us.
7: All right, take care, Mike, take care.
4: All right, we're going to step aside, coming back strong uh, with Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets, and also going to be passing along uh, Toby Callett's thoughts on what's going on today at Goldstream Park. This is throw L.A. angels
0: radio am 830
4: Fans, due to the prospect of heavy rain, all of Saturday's races, including the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap, presented by Yamaba Resort & Casino, the Grade 1 Kilro Mile, the Grade 2 DK Horse San Felipe, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista Stakes, will now be run this Sunday with first post time at 12.30 p.m. And please note, Santa Anita will be open for simulcast wagering on Saturday. In addition to world-class racing on Sunday, our spacious infield will re open to the public and our infield family fun zone is back as well Enter via gate six off of colorado place fans are advised that santa anita will also conduct live racing on monday with first post time at 12:30 p.m and we will also offer free parking and admission monday as well as three dollar beers and five dollar margaritas santa anita it's the great race place From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle Chemo's is as state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit Uncle and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the Aloha.
5: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos, and this Sunday night is no different. With a tremendous night of stakes trials to the grade one Los Alamitos Oaks and the Grade 2 El Primero del Año Derby. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Sunday night. Kindergarten winner double down 123 Stakes Winner, Asher and Graded Stakes finalists Just Watcher. Check-In Cartel and Southern Divine will be in action. Plus, top sophomores will be in the trials to the El Primero Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1, Edbert Million winner, Political Rivalry and Wild West Futurity winner, Five Bar Supreme. It will be an action-packed night as the horses with the 10 fastest times moving on to the finals. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature Night Racing's best bets like our early and late pick fours with strong pools every racing night. It's a great evening of Graded Stakes Trials. The best of quarter horse racing, always at Los Alamitos.
3: From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com bet on experience bet on bruce
4: folks life is about family friends and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together if you are considering the hawaiian islands for that special vacation a wedding or perhaps a corporate outing Visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halu-Aloha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Visit our website, Halu'alohaGardenandKitchen.com, or call 307-461- 1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halu Aloha Garden and Kitchen.
8: This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer Me at the Bit.
4: And welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, folks, don't forget, ten races today, four graded stakes, headed by the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap. First post time, 12.30 p.m. Sure hope you can make it out today. What we used to say, if you only go to the races once a year... Make it on Santa Anita Handicap Day. Looking for some great racing, no question about it. Listen, Gulfstream Park underway. They got an 11-race card today. Toby Kalla couldn't be with us uh, live, but passed along uh, his thoughts. He said, let's go to the 10th race, Older Horses at a Mile on Grass. By the way, post time for race 10 at Gulf, 4.36 Eastern Time. And uh, Toby says, take number three, Sir London. 8-1 on the morning line. Tyler Gaffleon for Graham Motion. He says the 3, Sir London, over the 4, Scramble, the 10, Fredo, and number 1, Bohemian Boy, 3, 4, 10, 1. Let's have some fun. In race 10 today at Gulfstream Park, and a little asterisk here, Toby says if there's any scratches to any of the above horses, two alternates, number 5, uh that's a three and number two uh good medicine and uh he says those are alternates if there are any scratches in the original order there in race 10 at gulf and he says it's three four ten and one let's get back to saratoga springs take two with jonathan hardoon of the rag and Cheats. sheets hey john good morning uh welcome to santa anita on big cap day
9: Thanks, Mike. Did Toby send the jingle along,
4: or was that your own doing? I, I did that on my own, but I, I kind of channeled his thoughts. Don't you think I was close? Right, right.
9: Yeah, I, I thought it was
4: him. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how they run, you know. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, a lot's pretty much been said about transferring this card over, but hey, John, I'm going to get a little bit greedy. I don't know what your best bet's going to be, but I want to ask you about the Santa Anita handicap. Do you have any strong thoughts there?
9: Um, yeah, I do. That's the. Uh, that, yeah, I do. I, I actually like the Brad Cox shipper. To be honest with you, this is an improving horse. He's getting better with each start, and Brad Cox isn't shipping number two Highland Falls there for nothing. And uh, he's well meant, and I think he's going to run a big race.
4: And he's going to be ridden by uh, Florent Garou who was not going to be available yesterday, but when they shifted the car, boy, his agent got on the phone real quick-like, and he's able to stay with this horse.
9: Yeah, well, he opted to ride in New York, uh, and uh, he actually finished second on a highly regarded three-year-old uh, from the Cox Point. He ran very well, but he's lucky. To, it's amazing how these guys are on go coast-to-coast overnight. I mean, I don't know. I guess they sleep on the plane, yeah. but it's amazing how, much, how many miles they put in, and... Uh, he was fortunate enough, uh, you know, that they canceled and he gets the opportunity to ride today. By the way, Mike, as far as is concerned or whatever you want to call it, it's horrible. It's terrible, and I'll prove it to you. Check out the handle on races that they run on Tapita compared to their dirt races. Mm-hmm. Not only that, today, Gulfstream has a mandatory payout with six races in the pick six. Guess how many are on Topeta? Zero And there's a good reason that there's zero, because it chases people away. And when they decide to bring it to New York, well, that will be the end for me, because I will call it a career, and I will hang it up if they actually turn New York into Tapita. I will tell you that, much.
4: See, I'm glad to have you weigh in, but, you know, we've heard Toby a number of times. Uh, He he doesn't like to play it there in South Florida. Uh, But Bruce Finkelstein plays it up north. I respect all y'all's opinions, and, and, John, you're emphatic about it, and I get it. I know a lot of a lot of players feel that way. The, the results
9: are random. Listen, there are certain areas where you need to have it. I guess San Francisco or Golden Gate is one of the places because the weather fluctuates, but you don't need it at San Anita, Mike. They have one. I mean, how many times a year does it really rain here? How many days? Well, Not a lot. You don't need it there. Turfway Park, you need it. They'd have to cancel four days a week because of the winters there. So certain places, you need it. But if you don't need it, there's no reason to have it. And as far as having it in Saratoga, that would be a total disaster. Yeah, last year we had a crazy amount of rain, but that's not the norm. You know, you get races rained off. It rains once or twice, maybe mm-hmm. a week. But to turn everything and go, that, that's what they do at St. Anita. They go to different
4: extremes. You can't do that. You got to think about it. All right, the best bet, John. Let's get to the
1: bank.
9: <laughs> Let's get into the tenth and teach and final. The Bonneville, Mike, and I really like the number one horse in here. Be your best, the four-year-old filly from the ratio, of the Paz one. The Paz, I guess, kept this horse at San Anita all winter because I see she's been working there. It's it's pretty uh, smart of him. He opted for. California as opposed to to Florida, because there obviously is no turf racing in New York during the winter, but this is an improving horse, she's getting better with each start, she's cutting back to a mile today, I think there's going to be a lot of speed in this race, and I think she's going to get first run with Umberto Rispoli aboard to ride, and a juicy 8-1 to one on the morning line.
4: And, and by the way, you know, Rispoli was the guy who was going to be riding Highland Falls yesterday, but... He got bumped. Uh, the regular rider, as we, as we said, Floron grew able to st- stick with the horse. But uh, in the 10th and final, the Grade 2 Buena Vista, John says it's be your best. J O N H A R D O O N dot com. Three best place $10 gold card $25. Today we have
9: Aqueduct, Oakland Gold Street, and of course,
4: Santa Anita Selections. Enjoy the day. Thank you so much, John.
9: Thanks, Mike. Stay
7: safe and be well.
4: You bet again my thanks to Jake Rich, Derek Taylor inside for making it happen. Angels White Sox, 1205, right here on AM 830, the home of the Angels, and on the Angels radio app. This is Thoroughbred LA. So long, everybody.
8: You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mix and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice-cold beer, seven days a week.
0: The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels baseball is less than two hours away. Here on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA,
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Register your little
6: angel for the 2024 Junior Angels Kids Club presented by O.C. Waste.